Hey, what's going on, guys? It's Jordan Cowlish here. Welcome to the State Shifters podcast. And really, I started this podcast because, you know, the brand State Shifters that I created was really all about how can we shift our state? We can, how can we go from a negative state of being and transition into a powerful, beautiful state? And I really feel that's the essence of life, is living life from a beautiful state, whether it be peace, joy, love, gratitude, excitement, enthusiasm, Whatever that beautiful state is, that's how can we start to shift into these states? And sometimes life throws curveballs at us. Sometimes we get knocked down. Sometimes we feel like, damn, I can't get out of this mood, this state of being that I'm in. And it's in these moments where we start to dig deeper. We start to shift our state. We find ways of elevating and transitioning out of these places where sometimes we think we're going to be stuck there forever. And... Today's guest on this episode is really someone who has inspired me and I've, I've had the honor of you know connecting with her online and her story is something where you know it's the unimaginable it's sort of the the place that dark place that you sometimes would never expect to get out of and Jordan Bone who's today's guest is a you know, is a popular YouTuber and she makes beauty videos as well as um, opening up about one of the most intense stories I've heard around, you know, getting in a car accident when she was younger and really becoming paralyzed and not being able to walk. And now she's shared her story and, and her book and her video, the the beautiful, she talks about her beautiful struggle. And I've brought her onto the, the podcast today to talk about how she's shifted her state from being in this dark place where she was pulled into depression through after this accident. Um, and she shares this really inspiring true story of how she kind of got her life back and now how she's sharing this wisdom with the world through her Instagram. And, and this is such a powerful interview and I've really been inspired by Jordan's story. So it's a pleasure to have you with me on this one. This is going to be a great episode. So enjoy. And if you want to follow more of Jordan online, her Instagram is at jordanbone1 uh, and enjoy the episode. Welcome to the State Shifters Podcast a show dedicated to helping you discover your true potential through connecting the mind, body, and soul. Okay, Jordan Bone, welcome to the State Shifters podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. How are you, my friend? Hi, I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm excellent. You're calling from the UK. I'm out here in Australia. So I've, I've got you up late this evening. Yeah. <laughs> Doing a night shift. Yeah, night shift. Yeah, mate. Well, we cross paths on social media. And as again, this is what I love about Instagram. When I see someone who I resonate with the content they're putting out and really making an impact in the community, uh, I felt called to ask you to come onto the podcast because I wanted to connect and get, you know, get to know you better, but also wanted to share this wonderful journey you've been on with my community as well. So if people don't know who you are, Jordan, you know, you've probably experienced a lot of life in the short amount of time you've been on planet earth. And I really feel like we've got a lot to learn from the experiences you've been through. So for people who probably don't know who you are, you know, how would you encapsulate uh, this journey that you've been on? Cause you've had some extreme lows and extreme highs. I take it. Yeah, I have indeed. Um, so I feel like I always say that I feel like I've had two lives within one. Um, because when I was 15 years old, I had a car accident, um, which then left me paralyzed from the chest down. And it completely turned my world around because at that time at 15, starting to get independence, 
And suddenly it was like that was all taken away from me and I had to go back to square one. I didn't realize that I wouldn't be able to walk again um, and I would need help with daily tasks. And I just was so shocked that my life wasn't how I actually thought I'd intend it to be. And um, so I then got into a spiral of depression because I really was always a driven kind of person, even at such a young age. And, and I always wanted the best out of life. I always had this feeling that I would do something. Um, in the car accident, I actually said, um, I don't want to die. I've got so much to do. And those words, I think of like, they're so strange for a 15 year old girl to say. Like, so much, I know obviously there was such a long life to live, but there was so much to do. It felt like I had a, a I already knew what I wanted to do, even though I didn't, but I felt like my soul did. So I got into a spiral of depression, like maybe a couple of years after the accident, because I think it took a while for it to really hit home. And um, I just didn't want to live anymore. I didn't want this to be my reality. I thought I wouldn't be able to achieve anything. I didn't think I would be able to live the life that I had always dreamed of or travel or I, wouldn't, I didn't think I'd be able to do anything anymore. I used to think who would want to hire me for a career and all that, I, you know, it was just a complete change in life. So it was just so overwhelming. And um, yeah, I just didn't want to live. And I told my mom and straight away she took me to the doctors and um, they prescribed me antidepressants at the time. Mm. Um, but life then turned around again. And um, whilst I was at university, because I did end up going to uni, I discovered guided meditation. And this was back in 2010. And literally my life changed like virtually overnight. It was like I had an epiphany and an, a sudden awakening of like, whoa, Jordan, you've, you've got a second chance actually. Like you can live the best life you can live if you want, like that's your choice. You shouldn't let what's happened to you change you or stop you from doing the things. And it kind of made me realize that, well, I'd already gone to uni, so I was already doing things, but I wasn't taking credit for it. I wasn't giving myself the pat on the back that I deserved because I was still pushing myself, but I didn't even realize I was. Um, but that was just the start, I suppose. But I don't want to. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, at the age, at age 15, that, like, that's such a crucial point growing up right because 15 you're just starting to you know develop social groups at school you're really starting to figure out like what path you want to take in life and to have something just like bang like smack you down like that like damn it's you know when i was 15 i had um appendicitis my appendix burst and i had to have emergency surgery at hospital i remember being in hospital uh for a week and while i was lying in hospital um someone next to me came in who just come from a car accident my, my, my roommate and he broke his pelvis. And I remember hearing and listening to some of the pain and some of the, the turmoil he was going through in that moment, even though what I was going through was bad. I remember hearing what he was going through. I'll never forget it. And recovering and bouncing back from an injury or a setback that that's severe at that early on in life, it, it's, it conditions you in a way that it sets you up because most people never go through something that dark. And I'm a firm believer it's like within our deepest darkness is even greater access to more light and love. And it probably took you some time to realize that, but was it the meditation that really helped you discover something new or was, was that, do you remember a specific moment where you're like, right, this is happening for me, not to me. 
Um, and then was it a fast shift or did it take some time? Well, at the time of the accident, going back and when it was all happening, I saw a white light. And I'll always say to everyone who asked me, I felt like I had a choice whether I wanted to die or not at that moment in time. And I was saying, no, like I said, I have so much to do. And I was like pulling myself back. Fast forward to the meditation. I just, I did the meditation and literally it was like, I need to keep doing this. This is helping me. I, I was like, wow, how do I feel so good? Like, what is this? There's something more. And as I delved into meditation, I then um, looked into like light work and I looked into spirituality and I just was like, wow, it's so rare to be alive. I should embrace this no matter what has been given to me. And after a few months, I got off the antidepressants and uh, I actually left university because my heart wasn't in the subject that I was doing. And um, it was like it, it was supposed to happen this was all supposed to happen. I could deal with this journey and I can cope with it. And the fact that I've actually had the darkness there actually has helped me because then I can actually help other people too, because I know how it feels to be at that point where you think there's no way out, but there really is. Mm. It's like now your purpose is so great. You know what I mean? Your purpose is so phenomenally large because you've been in a darkness that most people yeah, wouldn't, wouldn't know what it's like. Plus it gives perspective to people now because for a lot of people, it's like, yeah, we have bad days. Like, yeah, I, I sometimes wake up thinking, ah, oh, like, oh, I'm not feeling today or it's a struggle today. But then you think back to the struggle you went through and how you were able to turn that around and find a purpose in that it's, it's inspiring. It's truly inspiring. And what would you say the main lessons you learned along this journey around seeing this as an opportunity now to help others, seeing it as an opportunity now to go deeper within yourself. Was there specific moments along this journey where you had really big insights or breakthroughs where you're like, yeah, wow, that is why this happened. It's just more of a feeling. And it's, I just have times where I just think, when you, I feel like sometimes when you're even just looking outside and watching the birds and watching the just nature, and I just think, wow like like i said a minute ago it's just such a it's such a rare beautiful experience that we get to be here and and you know everyone has a different human experience and everyone's pain is warranted like we all have different things we can't relate to someone else's pain because we haven't been through it and i think that everyone should feel how they feel and don't judge themselves but just let themselves feel that way um, sometimes I think there's so much pressure to not um, feel down and things like that. But I think sometimes you just need to let yourself be that way just for a moment and notice that feeling and then see what you can do to change that feeling um, so you can then improve your own life. Um, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, 100%. 100%. I feel a lot of, sometimes when we feel things, our mind goes, I don't want to feel this. I don't want to feel anxious. I don't want to feel upset. I don't want to feel worried. Why am I feeling like this? We, we create like resistance to what is. We create resistance to our feelings. I can imagine the resistance would have been really, really large for you. The experience I mean, you were having. Yeah. I feel like when you feel like that, you create more of it. You create mm. more resistance. Because you have so much fear. So if you look at yourself with love, look at yourself how you'd look at someone else. Like you, we don't treat ourselves 
sometimes as well as we would treat other people. And we need to realize that we need to treat ourselves the best because then we are going to be even better for those other people. So all around it works. So being kind to yourself, loving who you are, because really you are with you forever. You've got to mm. treat you well as you can to then treat others and support others in the best way that you can. Mm, yeah, I'm so glad you brought that up because yeah, one of the conversations I keep having this conversation a lot with the people I've been working with, it's, it's around relationships. I'm noticing relationships is a very common theme that we see on social media at the moment. You know, how can we get better relationships? And I keep bringing people back to the number one relationship, the most important relationship, the one we have with ourselves. And if you're not in a harmonious relationship with yourself, how can you go out and expect to create that with other people? You know, and so self-love really is like you just said, is about finding that deeper connection with who you are, loving all parts of you, loving whatever it is that you feel. When we establish that, it's like we go out into the world with a different energy, right? We're not latching onto other people. We're not dependent on other things to give us this, this love that we already have within us. So I'm curious, what's your process around that? What's your self-love process? Because there are days when sometimes we're like, we're really hard on ourselves. Um, we feel yeah. like we're not doing enough. I mean, no one, no one can be perfect and crazy positive all the time, you know? So, you know, that's not always reality, is it? But what I do to make sure I feel good, I love to get up in the morning, do a meditation first thing, um, put some incense on and just make myself real, just always bring myself back to like who I truly am and just to feel those feelings of just gratitude and love um, for myself and just to know that I can achieve things. So when you start feeling those feelings of knowing that you can achieve and create the life that you want to create, it's, that's a real quick way to feel good again. Um, mm. But that's what I do um, like in the mornings because I think it's the mornings that obviously determine how your day is going to go. Yeah, mornings really set the foundation for the day, right? Like yeah. what if someone's listening and they're like, they're really struck, they want to create you know, like a powerful life and inspiring, fulfilling life, yet they've convinced themselves they don't have enough, they don't have enough skills, they don't have enough experience, maybe they don't look good enough, like whatever limiting story that they're telling themselves. You know, how did you break out of that limiting story and create something that, that showed to you, yeah, I, am, I can create the life that I want because it's amazing what you've created so far. Like what advice would you give to someone who's maybe stuck in a limiting story around they don't have enough yet? I think they need to realize the story they're telling themselves and to recognize it and to know that it's just a story. It's not who you really are. You can create a new story and you can create a new life because you are not that story. That is your limiting belief and you can break through that and know that if you think you haven't, know enough or anything in this day and age there's so much online we can research anything we can even look on youtube if you want to learn more look on youtube you don't even have to spend mm. any money to get more knowledge yeah. and you know we just need to stop making excuses because at the end of the day we're only hurting ourselves so going out there and actually doing the things that we actually really want to do just do it because you only have one life as this person like just enjoy it and embrace every part of it, the good, the bad, uh, because even the bad things that happen or the bad moments in time lead you to where you are now. So if you look back at a time where it was something really terrible, it's like, well, if that didn't happen, I now wouldn't be in the position that I'm in. So just think back at those times. And even if you're going through a bad time right now, just know that it could catapult you into the light and into 
the most beautiful life. Mm, love that. I love that. I'm also curious because some people get stuck in environments that maybe don't support their beliefs. Maybe they've got a parent or a friend saying, no, nah, you can't do that. Or no, nah, just play small. You know, we get caught in bubbles, right? Bubbles of, you know, echo chambers where we hear the same, the same beliefs and it just reaffirms our negative beliefs. And I can imagine, I'm sure there would have been people in, in your life at the time when you went through this accident and said, nah, Jordan, you can't do that. Or Jordan, give up on that dream. Don't worry about that. Like, did you go through that kind of challenge where some people were saying, no, 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 just, just take it easy. Don't pursue anything too big. And then did you have people who inspired you and, and pushed you along? I think that I um, have always been kind of independent in my own feelings towards things. I don't think, um, I'm, I haven't had people around me who have been quite the same as me all, all my life, like into spirituality or, you know, I've discovered that myself. So everyone's probably around me being a bit like, hmm, what is she, what is she doing? Well, as long as she's happy kind of thing. Yeah. But I feel like you've got to lead by example. And when people start seeing that you are creating something and are happy and are doing well with what you're doing, it then opens people's eyes to see, you know, that, you know, it is an actual thing and what you're doing is right. So it's difficult, um, I suppose, for people. But at the end of the day, it's your life. So you have to just do what's right for you. And as well, you keep. sometimes I think it's... Um, quite good to keep your dreams like protected if you have an idea that you feel that people around you won't support keep at it but behind closed doors you don't have to let them in until you know and go out with a bit of a bang and be like look what I'm doing with my life you mm. don't have to tell people. manifest it and create it like on your own but keep it quiet because you know sometimes confidence is quiet and so are your ideas so yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like that. And yeah. I just, I just reflect back on what you've created, you know, over the last like three to four or five years. And I've gone through you know, Instagram and just, yeah, the content you're creating, it's, it's, it's really inspiring. And I'm sure it wouldn't have been easy to come out and start sharing your story. It never is easy. Like I remember when I first started sharing content on social media, I was so embarrassed in front of a camera. I was so embarrassed to tell people that I meditated because as a guy, I was working in a corporate job and it was just so against the grain. It was like, oh, why are you talking about meditation and spirituality now? So people look at you a bit weird and I felt a bit uncom it was uncomfortable. And I'm sure it would have been the same for you coming out and posting stuff on social media now, you know, having over 100,000 followers on Instagram. It's, you have an audience, you have a, a following where people are influenced by what you're saying. So was that scary initially? Yeah, I mean... So I started YouTube after I started the meditation. So back in 2010, I started putting YouTube content up and I would just use my webcam and it was so bad quality. But it's funny looking back on those videos because although I was then getting into spirituality and realizing the beauty of life, I wasn't, I, I wasn't being fully Jordan. I was very nervous and very quiet in how I spoke. And it's just funny to look back to see my growth so I was a bit like worried and um, nervous to put it out there. But at the same time, I put it out there. So I knew it had to be there. And it's, it's just so good to look back on because I sort of went through that spiritual awakening, uploaded the videos, didn't really think anyone would really watch them, to be honest. And then in between that, I did a lot of beauty um, related videos. And it's so funny because I've literally gone full 360 and come back to my roots. And I feel like, 
I've, from what I've done from the start to the middle to now, it's all been for a reason. I've maybe grown a bit more of a following and now I can share my knowledge back to spirituality again and helping others more so with a more confident voice. Mm. So, um, yeah, I, I feel like I'm used to filming now and putting things up, but sometimes, you know, you can run into criticisms, but you just have to uh, put that aside. Mm. It's almost like the, the spiritual, the spiritual awakening creates this, this higher purpose. It creates this, um, this momentum that helps us realize that this could help other people by me sharing my story. I could help a lot of other people along this journey. And, and through that purpose, we, we gain the courage to do something that's really uncomfortable to do something we're scared. Uh, for me last year it was public speaking. I was terrified of public speaking growing up and, you know, I identified that as something I wanted to get better at because a part of the, this journey that I was on, I wanted to share and, and, and communicate with more people. I remember facing that fear front on. I spoke at a um, speaking competition in Toronto. And I remember being up there so nervous, like freaking out. But when you realize that the nerves and the fear is actually taking you to that next level, it's taking you to that next phase in the journey. For me, it becomes easier to navigate because I'm no longer running from the fear. I'm going into the fear with faith and yeah. trust. It's, it's the next step. I'm curious, what's the, what are you most afraid of right now? What is the next step in your journey? Well, um, I would like to do some public speaking, mm -hmm. but then again, like not like to do it, but I, <laughs> I want to do it. I yeah. think it is, um, with things like that, it's like it, you've got to remember the feeling of how you feel after you've done it. Because after you've done it, you're just like, wow, like I feel amazing. I've helped people. And I feel like helping people helps you too. It's like it's such a great energy like exchange. Um, so yeah, I would like, that is something that I want to do um, more of. Because I used to do um, like talks in schools when I was younger. And I want to get back into it again, but changing it a little bit. But mm, that is something. Sure. I think because online as well, you're not actually talking to physical people <laughs> like they're not with you so when there's people in the room you know that's something that I can understand for me totally it's hard to it's hard to comprehend right because probably when you do your Instagram lives you know probably got like what a few thousand people tuning in like imagine that in a in a room you got a thousand people two thousand people that's a lot of people and you're speaking to that every day yet we're in front of a camera. It's, it kind of just feels like we're speaking to ourselves. So yeah, it's sort of that next, when there's actual people in the room, it is a different energy, but it's really powerful because then you get to impact people in the, like, it's a, yeah, I like that idea of physical impact. Um, you can see it on their faces. You can see their reactions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You like feed off it as well. Mm -hmm. um, so I think for people you know, whatever that next step is, maybe for someone, the next step is pulling out their phone and doing Instagram live and just sharing something that they've experienced to maybe help other people or posting and sharing something vulnerable on, on, on a post, whatever that next step is. It's, I remember that that can be so fearful. My first Instagram live probably was just as fearful as doing the, the speech for the first time. It's whatever the next step in the journey is. So I'm excited to see where the journey is taking you as you progressed into speaking and sharing this story more. Where, where do you, who do you want to impact and how far do you want to take your story in this journey? Well, I, I just want to help as many people as possible, like all over the world. Hmm. <laughs> um, I want to be able to travel the world and share my story and just motivate whoever I can. You know, when I was that 15 year old girl, if, if I had 
me or someone like me to look up to. That would have been amazing. But at the time, social media wasn't what it is now. Um, there wasn't really any proper social media then. Um, that was back in 2005. <laughs> so to impact someone who is going through such a struggle and to make them realize that their life isn't over, that is what I want to achieve. Um, because it can be any struggle. It doesn't have to be that they've been in a car accident with a spinal cord injury. It could be anything because, like I said earlier, all of our struggles fully, you know, how they feel to us is how they are in our reality. So, Yeah, great point. That's a really good point. And I'm sure you have down days. I'm curious. Like, I'm sure you have days where it's like, oh, far out. Is this worth it? Like, you, ha- you start to question things. What are the things that you have in your day to shift your state? Because my, my brand is called State Shifters. It's all around shifting your state back into a, a beautiful state of being. And, you know, there's many different yeah. things we can turn, meditation being one of them. But what are the, yeah, are the other things you do that you always turn to to help you? So last year, I went to Tony Robbins, uh, Date With nice. Destiny. Yeah. And um, he made me realize about like how movement really, mm. you know, uh, ups our state and raises our energy again. So we'd be in the room, in this freezing cold room, which I was like, oh my God. <laughs> and we'd be having to like dance and I'd be like, put my arms in the air. So sometimes just moving around or even going in the gym or something, just putting some really high vibe music on and just even being silly, like just mm-hmm. going for it. It just literally raises your energy really quickly. And, um, you know, because you can feel when you're feeling, having a bad day, it's not just like you're like in a slump. Like you can feel your energy just feels so different. And it's, it's when you realize that, that, you're, that you are energy, that's when you can start to realize that you can flip it and change it back to a high vibe. Yeah, big time. Big time. Yeah. You said before the mornings and again, I'm big on the mornings as well. Like this morning I just got off and did some swimming. I have a pool out the back here, did some morning swimming. Um, and it's about choosing what's the right thing for you. Like some days it, maybe it's the gym, maybe it's a swim, maybe it's going outside to meditate. I also, I like doing breath work as well as another powerful way of shifting a state. And yeah, it's like starting to, you get to play around. Like Tony Robbins said, what's like movement, like have a list of things that you can use that, yeah, these are the things that make me happy or shift me out from a negative mood to a positive mood. So I like that. Yeah. yeah. That's such a great, a great idea if you wrote everything down. So even put it on your notes on your phone so then you could look at it and be like, oh, if you're having a bad day, so you're not just sitting there thinking, what can I do? Have everything mm-hmm. written down from when you were in a good mood to then mm. think, oh, I can try that. 100%. Yeah, hundred percent. So I'm curious to know more about your meditation practice. What what does it look like? Is it a silent practice where you just go inward for twenty to thirty minutes, or it's a it's a guided meditation? Um, I prefer guided meditations. Um, they're my favorite. I just go on YouTube and type them in. That's what I've always done because I find them so powerful. I like popping some incense on, having a crystal, and just going with what they're saying. Um, that's my favorite thing to do. But I think. If I was out in nature, obviously it would be nice to be just with the trees blowing in the wind and, you know, but mainly guided meditation if you're just at home. Mm. What about you? Yeah, for me, I, I started with guided meditations as well. I got a lot of, a lot of value from that. Um, recently, I've gone back to, I do a lot of Joe Dispenza's meditations. I'm not sure if you're familiar with him, um, but sometimes I'll just sit in silence. Yeah, I'll just close my eyes and just be with whatever is coming up. 
And like we said before, like our emotions, sometimes we, we run from them. Uh, and I'm, I have a tendency to get really busy, to want to go do things all the time. And if I'm not careful, I'll, I'll be running from emotions that are asking for my attention. So the silent time is an opportunity for me to go back and just feel or checking in with whatever's going on beneath the surface, trying to quiet my mind enough to yeah, be with the parts of me that need it. I've noticed that a lot with people. People get very busy. We're like, we, we want to go out and create all the time, but sometimes we need to slow down to do more. Definitely. Yeah. So I'm curious along the journey, has there been, was there a specific book or a teacher or someone who gave you an insight that really propelled you along in your, in your personal growth? Um, I feel like there's been a lot of people. I feel like when I went to see Tony Robbins, hmm. that was only last year, but that kind of, um, that was so, that was really, really powerful. Um, off the top of my head, I feel like there's been so many people that inspire me and I just watch different people all the time and I just, so many people. <laughs> just trying to think. Do you listen to podcasts? Um, not that often, to be honest. Yeah, who who do you follow? Like, who who's your like go to on social media? Just you just have a bunch of people who inspire you, like their posts. There's just so many people who inspire me now. I try and follow just all high vibe people. There's mm. just so many. But I think because I've come back into this spiritual, like the word, why is my mind gone blank? Like the spiritual arena, the spiritual world. Yeah. So because yeah. I'm coming back, I've literally just rediscovered people. It's just nice, like finding new people who um, like yourself um, to inspire me. And it's just so nice to see so many people trying to do good in the world now. And I feel that it's becoming, it's just great to see that way more people are doing it. And it, you know, the more of us doing it, the better, because I feel like there's been a shift and that people are opening their minds more and realizing there's more to this. And that's just really like fascinating and amazing to see. Big time. Yeah. It's really great to be able to connect with other people who are on a similar journey. Cause I feel like it amplifies everything. It amplifies the impact. And yeah, like you said, I think now is the time where the big, big shifts are happening. 2020 really is going to be the year I feel where mm-hmm. it, it, people are either going to go one way or the other. They keep going down the path of suffering and pain and, being pulled into all the turmoil or you have a realization or, or an awakening. It's like, no, I don't want to experience this pain anymore. This suffering, repeating the same patterns. And then that's when you turn to like an alternative. What, mm-hmm. what if, what if we had control of what it is that we experience? What if we were the, the soul, the master of our own destiny? And that's sort of the realization you have when you go inward. It's like, yeah, I get to choose how I react to what's happening to me. You know, I actually have a tattoo on me that says, it's a quote. I can't remember who wrote it now, uh, said it now, but it says, I am the master of my fate, the captain of my soul. So, yeah. There we go. Yeah, so you yeah. have a lot of tattoos. I noticed that as well. Was this, were they already there before? I'm assuming not. Uh, then, but um, after your accident? I add them all the time. I just love, like, I feel like I'm a bit of a scrapbook now. Because <laughs> <laughs> random tattoos, they all mean, sort of have different meanings. So, I do like it and I like getting them from when I go different places as well because it's like a little momentum of that place. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I haven't got any yet, but I sense one's coming soon. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. Jordan, They're before we... What's that? They're addictive though. So I, so I, feel, so I hear. Yeah, so I hear. Jordan, <laughs> mate, before we wrap things up, I wanted to just get um, you know, one final insight from you to share with people listening. It's 
you know, based on the journey, the, the experience of life you've had so far, you know, what, what could you distill down as like a lesson or a teaching that you've chosen to now live life by like a, a, a mantra or a phrase or something that just you remind yourself whenever times get tough or, you know, just something that keeps you going that you want to share with the other people listening. That I believe that we all deserve the life that we dream of. And I always remind myself of that. And I always want other people to know that because we have one life. We need to live it to the fullest because we deserve to. We, we need to treat, like I said earlier, we need to treat ourselves as best we can. And I always think about that. And, you know, I always think, you know, sometimes it's okay to lose yourself along the way because that is part of your journey. And if I'm honest, last year was a bit of a blur because I felt like I lost myself a little bit last year. And now I feel like that was a lesson I really needed to learn because it's now propelled me back to where I should be. And all these lessons are shaping our life to be a great one. Mm, that's, that's beautiful. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I, I would second that as well, because again, when you take the spiritual journey, like you have done the inward journey, sometimes we have to relearn the same lessons, just disguised differently, you know, Definitely. like it's a yeah. lesson we already know. Yeah. Yeah. Everything's a mirror as well. And if we keep, yeah, if we get repetitive cycles. It's like, Jordan, you've not learned from that one. That's coming again now. So yeah, we have to just learn and realize that things are lessons. Yeah, like we'll keep getting the same experiences until we learn the lessons that's underneath it. So yeah, exactly. life is a beautiful dance. It's a beautiful game, isn't it? it is. Jordan, <laughs> where can people learn more about you? Because Instagram, we connected. My Instagram is jbone89. But that's where I'm mainly active, to be honest, on Instagram. But I am on YouTube as well. But. Cool. And you do this weekly, is it like a weekly Instagram, IGTV segment, bare bones? How often is that coming out? Can we expect more of them? Yeah, I mean, I'm doing it once a week. I've done 11 so far, um, but they're just like little snippets of inspiration. I talk about all, everything really, which is why I call it the bare bones because Jordan Bone, but also because I want to delve deep and strip back and just talk about topics that actually mean something and can help you. So. Mm. Mate, it's, uh, it's been a real honor to be able to connect with you on here and, ha and bring you on to the podcast. And yeah, I'm just really inspired by your journey. I'm sure other people are as well and, and, and the impact you're making online and offline. So yeah, thanks so much for, for joining me on, on the podcast. No, thanks for having me. I've really enjoyed it. Until next time. Well, there we have it. Another episode of the Stay Shifters podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. And if you resonated with some of the things that Jordan and I spoke about on this episode, then I encourage you to subscribe to the podcast because there's going to be so many more powerful interviews coming and it would really uh, be a pleasure to, to share them with you and be in touch with, with you along this journey that you're on. Um, and of course, if you want to stay up to date with what I'm up to, you can check me out on Instagram. That's at State Shifters. Uh, feel free to reach out. I love connecting with new people and starting new conversations. And, and yeah, looking forward to seeing you in the next episode. Thanks for joining me.